0: welcome back to change ed changed your 15 minutes or less weekly podcast on the new pennsylvania Steel sanders i am your host andrew Kuhn, project consultant from montgomery county intermediate unit and here with me still
1: tony marabito from carbon lehigh intermediate unit
0: wait can you say that fancy title again
1: Staff development facilitator. Ooh,
0: yes, we have a staff development facilitator here with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Continuing our conversation on phenomenon, which there is so much for phenomenon, it's phenomenal how much there is on phenomenon. But That's we <laughs> settle down, we are uh, only focusing on parts of it, and uh, we only have one month dedicated to it. So today, uh, continuing the conversation, we are going to talk about the big shift. And part of the big shift is looking for the elements, not the order, right? And there's a lot of wonderful things that we have in our world, and order helps the world go round. When we have structure, we feel safe, and um, we feel secure. We feel like we're in an okay spot, and and we can even kind of make ourselves a little bit vulnerable in that. When you make this big shift, you're actually making yourself vulnerable because you're going to ask questions for something. When you see a phenomenon, you'd be like, I wonder why that is. And you run the risk of someone being like, You don't know why that is? Everybody knows that. And you're like, okay, maybe, but like I'm asking why, right? Like, not what, but why. So you're shifting from the what to the why. You're you're shifting from general science knowledge to real world knowledge. And making it relevant which we we heard from Brett Moling right how do we make this relevant we're making science relevant which is something that I certainly battled with in the classroom for my students I'm I'm curious from your perspective Tony what about it might look like when students would ask the question are we ever going to do this does this really matter
1: yeah how does this connect to my life yeah when will I ever need to use this I think we all see and we all recognize that the traditional subject-based instruction that we're doing in science, it, it, it's not really working. It's kind of the regurgitation of vocab and draw me a diagram kind of thing, but it's never been explained or explored um, so much. So I think that's where phenomena-based learning comes in to really like help students understand the complexities that we have in our world. Like, you know, why uh, why is the wind blowing? You know, why can't we go in the ocean today because the, the waves are so high? Like what causes that? Um, and I, I think looking at things in a different light starting with that phenomena, starting with that question, that everyday um, phenomena that might be occurring in our lives. Maybe that's the shift in Netflix too. Maybe that's why documentaries are so popular lately, because we don't, we want to know the why behind um, why this person did this. You know, I think we've always had this curiosity, but school has only given us so many minutes uh, that we have to cover content. And maybe if we can shift that thinking, that's the big shift that we need.
0: I love that you just said that. That, that you're going to... Uh experience for me that i had reflecting on phenomenon i actually watched a movie and the point of the movie that i took away was like oh my gosh this is this is phenomena based learning the way that they they have this movie right so it was a uh it was actually it was a terrible movie but it was lake placid and it's basically about this alligator that's in a lake you know it's gigantic it eats everything and plot twist if anybody didn't want to hear that, I'm so sure, sorry. I should have warned you ahead of time. But spoiler, yes, yeah, spoiler, <laughs> too late. Um, the point is that you 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 actually don't see this alligator in the beginning, right? Like it builds suspense, and it's like, oh, what's gonna, what what is this? What's happening? This this scuba diver ends up getting basically eaten in half by this this uh you know giant alligator, and you only see the teeth. But then the next forty five minutes of this movie is spent like. What was it? Could an alligator be here? I don't think it could be here, right? Like this is saltwater, fresh water, all of it. Like, but it wasn't like a scientific conversation. When I say scientific, I mean old school science. It was literally a phenomenon based scientific curiosity of like, is that even possible? How could it be so big? How could it survive? Like all these things, right? And you see people doing the work and they're going out and they're doing, and it was literally a movie, right? Like this movie was it. Now, when I said it was a good movie, that was because just the idea of the movie, right? It was sort of like the Sharknado or whatever, like that yeah. was a bad idea. But but movies are developed the same way where you start, you have this kind of this this massive is, this issue, right? You can kind of get your characters, there's something happens that changes everything. And then the rest of the movie is built around the characters changing who they are and developing to where you get the climax and like, ah, Eureka, that's what it was. And then you kind of go on your merry lives. This is the same thing with phenomenon that you're having this experience. So for for those listeners that think of it that way and love movies, you're creating a movie in your classroom. Your movie could have uh, multiple parts, right? It could be like um, Fast and Furious. You've created 35 movies, uh, creating a unit, or it could just be a a one-off movie that you're just going to talk about this little part, but you're trying to set the stage to get them curious. And that is the big shift is student engagement. You are uh, eliciting curiosity. You're doing it on purpose. You want them to be curious about it. I already am. I'm fascinated by it, right? Like I, I eat this stuff up. But that's because that was developed in me as part of my, my personality to just ask questions and not really care if others think that like, oh, that's obvious. It's because of this. Well, are you telling me that from a place of actually knowing? Or is that something that you were told And you were good at memorizing what you were told, and you're holding on to that. So I, you know, that's that's questioning these these norms is really the idea.
1: Yeah, and not to bring up esports in every conversation that I have because it seems to be the trend. But Uh, we've been doing a lot of, (laughs) but I do, but I'm gonna keep going here. So bear with me. Uh, So you know, game theory is a lot of has a lot of these pieces in it too, like the critical thinking and strategy part of it, right? We're 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 analyzing a phenomenon. We're diving into it and we're starting to think critically about why this is happening, right? Then we're having those interactions and and the cooperation with our classmates and trying to hear from everybody, that collaborative learning piece, right? So this person brings this background knowledge, this person brings this, and this is what I think compared to what they think. And let's go dive into that a little bit more. And then you have that um, strategic communication and then you're going to try to solve this issue, right? So whether it's Netflix, whether it's video games, the reason that they intrigue us so much and that they hook us because you're constantly trying to learn you're constantly trying to solve something you're trying you're constantly you know looking for more clues uh and working to to find the end whereas in our old teaching is here's our content here's some definitions here's how it works without any exploration into it at all so i think tying all of that together and 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 hooking our students uh, it just flows naturally with uh with phenomena based learning
0: yeah and to your to your point tony uh i think it's it's spot on. it's about connecting what we're learning to the student, which is that age old question. I know that everyone listening to this, even if you're not an educator and you're listening to this because you love our show. Thank you so much to everyone. Or I'll even say to your parents, Tony, because I know they listen to it on repeat that the reality is, is that every human being has encountered this question from a younger human being that's growing up of like, why does this matter? And I, I, it's not just limited to the classroom. It's in every aspect uh, that we are encounter that question and be like, so what, right? And, and and how do we explore and how do we answer that? And how do we re-engage them in this material? So we're teaching a phenomenon so that they can connect to it. You know, I, I very much operate and I connect learning to analogies. That's how I can connect my learning I used the movie one just recently. Clearly, you connect your learning to eSports exclusively. That's all that exists for you. Just video games,
1: yeah. And video games. And the, and the, Eagles, yeah.
0: But in all seriousness, that's a spot that you can connect your learning and make this connection to how Phenomenon works, right? Same thing for me. I I learned how to make it work for me so that when I need to, when I need to reference it, I can go back to this spot and be like, how did it work in this world? Because I understand this, this world. Okay, that's okay. how it's going to work over here. You're literally modeling phenomenon in that conversation and what you were sharing. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it and say that's all the time that we have for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and for making us a smashing success. Uh, we are thrilled to say that uh, we are, at this point are pushing away our advertisers, because we just want to give you high quality content. So thank you for tuning in. We look forward to connecting with you next week.